until 4 o'clock. Uh, Hode Rabino is our guest, devilsdigest.com. We get the latest information always from Hode on the Sun Devils. You can follow him on Twitter at Devils Digest. That's at Devils Digest. Hode, it's Jimmy B and Manooch. Good afternoon to you, pal. And we, I guess where there's smoke, there's fire here. There's some rumblings in the athletic department. What do you got? Well, come on. You guys don't want to talk about a frustrating loss to Sanford. Yeah. <laughs> getting back on the winning track against Colorado. Well, hey, Hode, I, I, right, I go right to prime, <laughs> well, man, right to the top. Well, Hode, ever since I saw your tour this morning, yeah. I'm like, okay, wait a second. With the yeah. old proverbial where there's smoke, there's fire, we've been talking about it. Now, okay, wait a second. I kind of, that second cup of coffee got to my attention. I went, oh, my goodness gracious. So you were the first one to put that out there, yep. Hode. What's kind of the latest and greatest with the athletic department at Arizona State? Well, here's the thing. Um, there's a lot of nuances that are um, relating to the story of Ray Anderson uh, and ASU parting ways being a matter of when, not if. And I think it just really comes down to legalities and, more specifically, the buyout. Um, as we know, um, there were a lot of fans, and rightfully so, that were frustrated that once uh, Herm Edwards was fired by Arizona State, that he received a $4 million buyout. Granted, it was half the money that ASU owed him, but a, a really uh, nice uh, gold, uh, golden parachute, no pun intended. <laughs> so now I think when it comes to Ray Anderson and Arizona State uh, um, parting ways, I think the timing of this, whether it happens by the end of this week, that whether it's something that drags for weeks to come, is also going to come down to the buyout because ASU, if they were just to fire um, Anderson without any um, ammunition, legal ammunition, uh, that, that is, which would be a notice of allegations by the NCAA, for example, then uh, they would be on the hook for just, just, just around $5 million. And again, that's over and above already the $4 million plus that, uh, that, that they paid uh, Herm Edwards. So they're obviously trying, uh, trying, to, trying to avoid that. And I think the quicker they avoid that, the quicker I think both uh, parties are, are really going to go, are really going to go the separate ways. Now, there are two theories as to why uh, Ray Anderson uh, departing from ASU probably sooner rather than later is coming to the forefront. Uh, the, the, the one theory is that uh, now that uh, you're possibly weeks away from hiring a new head football coach, even though that head, new head football coach knows darn well that Ray Anderson may be his uh, athletic director for a year, perhaps, uh, they uh, still think that maybe having just a clean slate, 100%, and just having a brand new athletic director be in place when this new head football coach is being hired is probably the, is probably the, the prudent way to go. Now, obviously, there are a lot of complexities, as I mentioned, from a legal standpoint and the buyout of Ray Anderson. So that's what really complicates matters over here. Now, the second theory is, was there additional information that came to the forefront as a result of the NCAA investigation? I'm not at liberty to release uh, the name of the high-ranking athletic department official, but I can tell you that I know that one of those officials did get interviewed by the NCAA recently. I do not know. I do not know if Ray Anderson also got interviewed or not, but he was obviously aware of one of these high-ranking officials uh, being, being interviewed by the NCAA lately. So did that really put the, the, the wheels now even more in motion, aside from the whole aspect of Hiring a new uh, new head football coach—that's definitely uh, definitely plausible. But uh, the bottom line is that I'm hearing a lot of uh, persistent reports 
from multiple people uh, with knowledge of the situation that uh, Ray Anderson and Arizona State are going to part ways probably much sooner than anybody thought they would. Ho, Rubino, Devil's Digest, joining us here on the right to guest sign. Well, Ho, there, that's a whole lot to, to digest right now in reference to, um, to all that's going on. Do you think that Michael Crow, per se, um, at this point, enough's enough? And I, I, I kind of hear you say let, let, what the powers to be, whether it's Michael Crow or the board or whoever, uh, the regents, pull the Band-Aid off, let's heal this bad boy, move forward, find the, the money, and move this thing forward. Look, I mean, when when you say find find the money, uh, I mean that's something that <laughs> it's uh, pr- probably e- easier said than done. And look, for all the criticism Michael Crow does get, and I have on criticism on him, and and it's well documented. I think the one thing you cannot deny that uh, d- during the pandemic, when athletic departments all around the Pac-12, heck, all around the country, were laying off staff, putting staff on furloughs, uh, having staff take pay cuts, Michael Crow did pump tens of millions of dollars into the athletic department. So not one employee of the athletic department was going to lose one red cent because, because of the pandemic was not going to have to take any, any unpaid vacation, what have you. So yes, I mean, I think Michael Crow can, 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 can really throw money at it. And obviously now we also have the angle of the ASU boosters who are obviously very upset with Ray Anderson, who sold them on a pro model and make no mistake about it, uh, this uh, pro model that uh, Ray Anderson had had in place as an idea was uh, really uh, already hatched back in 2016. I mean, he already know he already knew that he wanted to hire Herm Edwards. Mm-hmm. He did not tell the ASU boosters or Michael Cohen necessarily that I want to hire Herm Edwards, but he said I wanted to hire somebody for, uh, from the NFL ranks, uh, go ahead and employ this uh, pro model, thinking out of the box compared to the rest of college football, and really leading this program to success. Obviously, that whole pro model blew up in, 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 in everybody's face. Not only are the win, win-loss record under Herm Edwards is nothing to write home about, but additionally, now you have an incident investigation that can put this program even behind the eight ball uh, that much further for the next for the next two, three years. So um, I think that uh, the, the boosters uh, discontent uh, could be manifested with the amount of money that they're, they're going to contribute, whether it's the buyout of Ray Anderson and or paying market value for a new head head football coach. But I also think that uh, Michael Crow has demonstrated and probably will continue to demonstrate that uh, in terms of uh, subsidizing the athletic department, which I understand is a topic that uh, does rub some people the wrong way. It's something that, that, that he is going to continue to do. He understands there's a huge mess right now in the athletic department, let alone the football program in a vacuum. And sometimes you just have to throw uh, some, some money to fix it. You have to hire the right people. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes that does take um, large amounts of money. And I think Michael Crow has, already has a track record. I'll be willing to do that. Oh, what do you think happened more recently than as opposed to, let's say, three or four months ago where the investigation clearly uh, was being reported? There was a lot of information there. Anything more so? You think it was because of the interviews that have come forward and, and the NCAA has gotten that information back to Michael Crow per se? Or why, why now when it seems as though all of us, alumni included, go, well, we figured this was going to happen one way or the other. Why now? Well, why not three months ago when it was pretty much when more information came down? Well, I just think that the investigation really runs at, at, at its own pace. I know it's frustrating for everybody that's involved and obviously frustrating for ASU fans because it has to do with their, with their school. But uh, that's uh, one of the 
the really uh, bizarre elements of any incident investigation that it really just runs at its own pace. Uh, when you think it's going to slow down, it does hurry up. When you think it's going to hurry up, it's actually it's actually going to actually going to slow down. So I, I do believe that uh, there has been some information that may have come to the forefront recently, just because one of the high ranking um, officials in the athletic department was interviewed by the NCAA. So it's uh, fair to assume that he's probably not the only athletic department official that, that was that was actually interviewed uh, in the last. Uh, in the last several weeks, so I think I think that that, that is one theory. But again, I'm not um, dismissing the other theory at all, and mm-hmm. that is that as Michael Crow is getting deeper and deeper into this head coaching search, he realizes that really having a brand new athletic director rather than a lame duck athletic director sure. in place. Sure. When when the head football coach uh, is hired, is something that has that has to be done in, in in short order. And again, I mean, I don't think it's uh, a a um, uh, a crazy theory to state that Arizona State uh, in just about a month from now uh, is going to have a new head of a head football coach. I mean, if you went ahead and fired Herm Edwards in week three, you're not doing that to hire a new head coach in mid to late December. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that uh, that's also another aspect that's really putting the wheels in motion uh, quicker than maybe some of, uh, some thought it would. Hode, um, normally presidents always have a list of people that they would want to contact any sniffing that you have uh, kind of sniffed out of possible names or what direction they might go if indeed this all comes true? Well, first of all, I mean, just for clarity's sake, uh, there is a search firm involved. Uh, and obviously, the search firm is, uh, is in very close contact uh, with Michael Crow and with, uh, and with the powers to be at Arizona State. Ray Anderson was pretty much cut out of the process from day one. Um, again, you're not going to have a lame duck uh, athletic director even all the sure. way back in September. <laughs> you really could have called him a, a lame duck athletic director, be involved, yeah. let alone heavy involved uh, you know, in the hiring process. Granted, Ray Anderson is the one that talked about the hiring process of the, of, of the new head coach, but it was known to everybody that uh, his involvement was, was really going to be uh, close to none. I think that, uh, you know, the hot name you're hearing out there, Ken, Kenny Dillingham, that's the name that I definitely heard that there is some substance behind it. Uh, I don't know if there ever be, if there ever has been uh, an Arizona State uh, alumnus, uh, somebody who grew up in the Valley as well, that that uh, that was coach that was coaching Arizona State football. We see that we see that in baseball with uh, Willie Bloomquist. We see it even yes. in hockey uh, with with, uh, with, with uh, Rogers. But uh, I think that uh, that is uh, one um, angle, if you will, that is really really uh, appealing to boosters. So I think that uh, that is uh, one um, hot name that uh, definitely has some uh, validity to it. I'm not going to sit here right now and tell you that he's the shoe in uh, to be the, to be the next next head coach at Arizona State. But let's say. If that did materialize, I don't think anybody uh, should be surprised. Yes, he's 32 years old. Yes, he's never been a head coach um, at all. He's only been uh, calling um, uh, plays on offense. I think this is his first year doing so at, at Oregon. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there are some um, maybe aspects that are that might be scaring people out there. But I think that if he can assemble a uh, staff of grizzled veterans around him, I think Kelly Dillingham uh, could be one hell of a head football coach here in Tempe, and again, just the whole angle of the alumnus uh, uh, saving his school, who's in real bad shape, I think uh, has a, pr- a pretty cool narrative narrative to it, especially if it does materialize after a few years over here. Hode, we always appreciate your insight. Thank you so much. And once again, you have brought something major to the uh, radio show again today. Thank you, pal. 